defenders. They have failed a hundred thousand worlds. They always fail. I have come to enlighten you to the great darkness. I will bathe in your fear. Daughters of Themyscira! Show him your fear! We to the comic book bullies with nerdist new bully and host leroy aka ralph boner uh with my co-host yeah this is eli aka mr sawed off leatherface there we go <laughs> and we're back with another episode and yeah i guess we're just gonna just start this off just hit the ground running because it's a like i said last week was nothing happening and we went on and just talked about a whole bunch of crazy stuff this week a whole bunch of stuff happening so we're just gonna just hit the ground running keep moving because that's how things keep kind of moving around here but before we go to it and like i said we are going to talk about Justice League, and we're going to talk about Falcon Winter Soldier, we're going to talk about comics, we're going to talk about video games, all the crappy stuff right there, but until we get to that, first, we do want to pay our respects to uh, the legendary actor, Yafi Koto, so we do oh, want yes. to talk about that, yeah, uh, Eli, I'm pretty sure you have some stuff to say about him also, matter of fact, I'm going to let you go, well, you're sharing the link out, so I guess I can go, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I'm okay. sharing the link. <laughs> You're sharing the link, so I guess I'm going to just filibuster for a minute. So, yeah, reason I want to talk about Yafikoto, like I said, he's been in like a whole bunch of things. Uh, you probably know him from one of the detectives from, uh, what was it, NYP? What, what's the one that Ice-T is on? I can't oh, remember. Law & Order? Is he Law & Order. Order. I think he was on Law & Order. Yeah, he was on Law & Order for a while, like back in the 90s, stuff like that. Um, but the thing was, like back in the 80s and the 90s, stuff like that, he was actually, well, 80s and the 70s, he was like a huge actor right at the time. He was like the go-to guy for stuff. Uh, like I said, he was in Roots. If you was a black actor and you was in Roots, you were a big deal, you know. Uh, <laughs> so that's how it was there. Uh, also, what the main thing I want to talk about, yeah, because like I said, Eli, you know I've been on this James Bond kick for like the last, you know, year, month or whatever like that. So I do want to make, uh, you know, pay respects to him because... He was the first black James Bond villain. Uh, in fact, I think he's the only black James Bond villain. <laughs> probably, and probably th- one in one of my uh, one of my favorite James Bond movies. One of my Live favorite, let, also, yeah. yeah. Live and let die is the shit. <laughs> Live and let die. So, what we're gonna do is you're gonna talk about Live and let die for a second. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I remember that guy. Six six one six man. What was going on? So, let's talk about uh, Live and let die for a second. Like I said, every, if anybody that has kept up with James Bond movies for a while. Uh, what you, what you may or may not know is that whatever hot trend is on at the time, they just jump on it. Uh, Star Wars hot at the time, let's do Moonraker. Uh, Born Identity was hot at the time, let's just reboot everything and just turn uh, Casino Royale into a Born movie. You know, that's how they normally do things. You can see the trend. And the thing was, Live and Let Die came out in what 1973. What was popular at the time? Black exploitation movies. So James Bond made a black exploitation movie that for some reason nobody ever talks about. <laughs> Because he just jumped on the train. And the thing was, he was fighting a guy named Mr. Big, who was 
uh, his big evil James Bond plan was he was going to monopolize the heroin business because he was both the shipper and the distributor and the supplier. <laughs> so he used to put everybody out of business, do whatever he wants to. So Bond had to go to America and do whatever the hell he wants to get him out of there. So, yeah, that's the thing about it. And he was basically playing Mr. Big, the big time Harlem drug dealer that was outsmarting Bond. And, and the thing about this movie, Eli, most people don't bring up, Bond was like fighting like supernatural shit in this movie that nobody ever talks about this movie. Voodoo, yeah, they're like voodoo shit, yeah. Voodoo shit, like the, the Baron Simony was like a voodoo guy. They played around like it was a, a like a dancer and just an actor. But then Bond kills the guy, and he shows up at the end of the movie later on. So like, okay, so he, he is magic? You know, Zombie. That's the whole thing about uh, what Mr. Big was doing in the movie. Like he was using voodoo to like control the people on his island. And we thought it was fake the whole time they doing it. So like, nah, it was, it was real. He was really doing this shit. On top of that, the Bond girl had superpowers. It was which one was, was that uh jane seymour seymour, seymour? Yeah, yeah, yeah like her first rose like that so she was uh yeah so she had the magic powers of she could see the future you know and bond basically tricked her and you know to think like oh the future is we're gonna sleep together you know she was a virgin <laughs> made a loser power stuff like that so it was bond's a piece of shit because he did all that shit on purpose just to you know to make mr big lose his power but like i said awesome movie racist ass sheriff in it that they stuck in there because when they were gentrification the black... no <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was they had a racist ass sheriff that kept harassing them because they were filming louisiana with a whole bunch of black people down there they got harassed you know what let's stick a racist sheriff in the movie and make fun of them funny shit i thought it was funny as hell so yeah I, like i said eli nobody ever talks about this movie but honestly i think it's one of the best james bond movies ever uh, at least at least in that time you know i think it kind of say james bond movies uh yaffa Koto, like i said i don't remember another black james bond villain like i said they pose everybody now you know what eli i think that's the reason why people don't talk about this movie because he had the wackest ass death of any james bond villain. oh, oh he ever. like blew up like a balloon he like shit. blew up like that's not how <laughs> science works that's not how <laughs> physics works and they just went there and did it and it's like what <laughs> See, like, you know what? Let's not talk about this movie. That's... Now, now I know where uh, Big Trouble Little China got it from. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all I want to say about this. So, yeah, rest in peace, Jeff Cotto. And everybody go see Live and Let Die. And here's another thing about Live and Let Die. Okay, they were making a black exploitation movie. So you would think that the theme song would be sung by, you know, like, I don't know, Aretha Franklin, <laughs> Diana Ross, Isaac you know, Hayes, Marvin Gaye, Isaac yeah. Hayes, you know, something like that. No, they went and got Paul McCartney. I'm like, okay. That is a cool song, though. That, that song <laughs> fucking slaps. I'm not going to lie. I, was, I listened to that shit on my, on my way to work. <laughs> so Paul McCartney put his foot in that damn theme song. So I, I can't really be mad. But, yeah. hey. That is one of the better bond theme songs too i mean top three top three easy so yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's up <laughs> what up gabriel uh yeah so that's all i gotta say so yeah rest in peace to yavin Koto. let's move on past that all right eli we're ready to get into the shit oh he was also an alien just so oh yeah, yeah 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 you go you go well i share the link <laughs> oh no well I, hey he, he was also an alien midnight run um he wasn't he in one of the foxy brown movies or i mean uh pam greer movies and shit I was um, just paying pensions Pan Greer, so I couldn't tell you. But... <laughs> uh, yeah, he uh, he was in one of the Freddy movies, one of the shitty uh, Freddy movies, but he was in one of them. So yeah, he he was he got around. He he did a lot of cool shit, you know. So yeah, rest in peace. Yeah, rest so. in peace. All right, so yeah, let's just get into this shit. Like I said, this is uh, 
we saw some stuff this weekend. Well, I think a lot of people saw some stuff this weekend. This was like the, I don't know, the the nerd geek convergence this week. It never it like happens only one thousand years where Marvel yeah. and DC <laughs> both got some shit going on. So, <laughs> so yeah. So the first thing we're gonna do is just talk about. We're just gonna jump into it, and we're just gonna start with uh, Justice League. Well, Zack Snyder's Justice League that came out on HBO Max this week. Now, so what is this monstrosity? Why should you watch? Zack Snyder's Just League, why should you care? Some people care, but Eli, I think we get, people blame us that we just run off at the mouth like everybody's supposed to just know this shit, but people don't know this shit. So I'm gonna just slow it down. Like I said, it's a four hour movie <laughs> that we just watched. <laughs> but the main thing I'm gonna just talk about is that why does the Snyder Cut even exist? Now let's take this all the way back to 19, oh, not 19, 19. 2000, <laughs> not that old, 2017. 2017 was a time when uh, Zack Snyder was making this movie. He just came off Batman v Superman, just came off Man of Steel, and because both the movies unperformed, Warner Brothers was breathing down his neck. Do this, do this, do this. He didn't. He gave them a four-hour movie. They were like, "We're not gonna put out a four-hour movie. Do something with the shit, man." So he tried to work it down. Yeah, and, not then, only did it underperform and not make a billion like they thought. Yeah, fucking fans were pissed. Fucking fans were pissed on both movies. So yeah. critical reception, box office reception, fans reception, all in the negative. And they're in the middle of post, not not even pre-production, in production of making the next Just League movie. They see this. Now, the first draft, what they saw is basically what we got, except without all the special effects and shit like that. And they were like, uh-uh, you, you're not putting this out. <laughs> so he kept fighting the studio. And eventually, like I said, a family tragedy happened. Zack Snyder decided to step away. Because main thing, he's like, I'm, I'm tired of fighting you guys. Shit's going on at home. You guys breathing on my neck. I'm going to step away from it. And when he stepped away, in steps in Josh Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he makes all, like I said, around this time, like the 2010s, Josh and Wheaton, everybody called him like the nerd guy. So whenever you need some nerd shit done, you just get him. You know, yeah. like I said, he did Avengers. He also did A the Voltron, but we forgive him for that. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Angel, Firefly, all this shit like that. Toy Story. I, Toy Story. <laughs> One of my favorite. Alien Resurrection. He did write that script. He did write that script, yeah. Also, and I wrote, do like that movie, yeah. You're not allowed to admit that. Because I, I like that movie fuck. too. So, <laughs> Criteria <laughs> Collection coming up. <laughs> oh, oh, <yeah>. oh. <laughs> They're going to kick us off that shit if we do that. <laughs> uh, what are we talking about? Okay, so like I said, uh, so Josh Wheaton took it on. But here's the thing. Both Josh Wheaton and Zack Snyder had mandates they had to meet for this movie, which is one reason why Zack Snyder said, fuck this, I'm out, you know, besides all the family tragedy he had. One, the movie could not be over two hours long. Like I said, they gave him a four-hour movie. They said it could have two hours. That includes credits. Everything had to be in a two-hour long because the shorter the movie, the more uh, uh, screenings they could have per day make more money. That's one and thing. And as you all know, after watching WandaVision, mm -hmm. it takes a lot of people to make these fucking shows. A lot of work goes into it. So credits can run like at least 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> right. So they got to have like they, 159. That shit better be done out of there. So, <laughs> so that's how these movies are. Uh, what else? That was one mandate. Uh, the second mandate was, like I said, that, that. Uh, like I said, had to be. I think that was the main thing. Had to be trimmed down. I'm, I, it's something a major I'm missing. Oh, oh it, 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 it couldn't be so dark and dreary and sad and shit. It had, it had to, to be, be Marvel. Fun. It had to be had Marvel. To be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why they got him. It had to be Marvel. We got a Marvel guy. Make it Marvel. 
And the third thing, it had to meet its November release date, which no matter whether the uh, the CGI was finished or not, whether or not the scene was finished or not, put the movie out, we don't care. The reason they didn't care was because the like the head guy at Warner Brothers at the time, Kevin Sujihara, uh, was under, he was he was under Me Too. He was getting Me Too'd at the time. He was going to get fired by next year. So he wanted his bonus before he got out of there. <laughs> so he didn't care how the movie came out. Just put the shit out before uh, they fired me from touching some girl on the ass or some shit or whatever the fuck he did. I can't remember what he did, but that's why they put that movie out. So uh, what do we got here? He said Six some months. shit about Ray Fisher or something. <laughs> the, oh, yeah. We're going to get into the Ray Fisher shit also. I watched that cut for free leak while fixing TNK. There you go. Support the artist. <laughs> a lot of characters and stuff about daughter auto got, uh, daddy's daughter auto got credit actually a lot of stuff he dropped in there about autumn but we'll talk about that in a second so that's all the stuff that happened in 2017 uh everybody warner brothers you know confirmed they told everybody that there is no other snyder cut it's the only movie they didn't even put joss Whedon's name on this movie they just put no. Zack snyder's name on this movie so even though joss Whedon, which is some weird shit we're going to talk about like he reshot like about half of this movie he didn't put his name on it uh, he just put the shit out there, just said it's Zack Snyder's movie. They were honoring Zack Snyder, which they didn't. They pretend like a Snyder Cut didn't exist. Meanwhile, Zack Snyder, on the other hand, always dropping trailers on his Vero, whatever the fuck that shit is. He got his own Twitter that nobody else was on. He dropped photos on there, promos on there, videos on there, interviews on there, canisters of the Zack Snyder Cut on there. So he got his fan base in the fury saying, oh, this shit exists, it exists, it exists, even though nobody believes he exists other than him until... Around 2018, on the two-year anniversary of it, Gal Gadot tweeted release Snyder Cut. Ben Affleck said release Snyder Cut. Jason Momoa said release Snyder Cut. And we were like, oh, well, if they put money behind this. Billboards. Billboards. People are putting money out there. Planes are flying with the tail, the little message in the sky. You know, fucking, yeah. So that's the thing. So did the Snyder Cut exist? Does it exist? Has it existed in the past? We can talk semantics. I mean... I have a book in my head I want to write, but does it exist? It exists <laughs> in my head, you know, it's in my head. So that's what the Snyder Cut is. But we're talking now. We're talking realistically in 2021, whatever it is that. It exists. It's real. We've seen it. <laughs> we can all see it right it now. It exists now. It exists now. So that's all that really matters now. Oh, um, And they gave him how much? What, $60 million to finish it? Well, they didn't give him. Right. They gave the budget. Now, he didn't pay. He, they didn't pay him anything. Yeah, like him personally. Oh, yeah. yeah, but the the movie itself gave him seventy million to finish the movie, so he put all the money. Seventy in there. million. Seventy million to, to finish put, a movie to make right. the movie again. That's right, that's a whole budget. Well, that's the thing. Movie. That's what I'm saying. Is Zack Snyder? <laughs> I'm saying is the it was finished. Why are you spending seventy million when you could just make another movie? You know so it wasn't I mean? it didn't exist. So fuck you. Right. <laughs> that's what we've we're been trying to say we're never gonna let the... it go we're never gonna let it go it didn't <laughs> exist until you guys bitched it into an existence <laughs> <laughs> right the power of bitches so that's the thing about yeah. it so yes now the movie exists but it didn't exist at the time then so it's all your fault all y'all fault <laughs> <laughs> that's what the fans wanted so like i said the movie exists now um and like i said it was a four-hour movie they told everybody ahead of time it was gonna be a four-hour movie some people just like nah I'm not doing it. <laughs> you know. I was like, uh, of course, of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> Zack Snyder cut coming out. Oh, great. It's going to be four hours. Yeah. I mean, because you can. Why the fuck wouldn't it be? 
Because you can tell this is like Zack Snyder with, you know, with no leash on him whatsoever. Nobody, there's no Christopher Nolan in his ear saying like, maybe you shouldn't do that. No, he's just like, fuck, it, I'm gonna just, I'm off the leash. I'm gonna just do whatever I want to do. Nobody can stop me, you yeah. know? So that's the yeah. movie we got. And yeah, he like, sure didn't say, yeah, he sure was like, damn, I could like make a whole new movie with this. But no, I want to finish <laughs> this piece of shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what he did. So he finished the movie. So. So that we got the movie, and I guess we can. Now that we all caught up, we told everybody the history of the the Snyder Club like that. Now we actually talk about the movie, what we think about the movie. Obviously, Eli just said what he thought about the movie. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Uh, Eli, you have the floor now. Okay, thank you. I have the floor. I, I guess you're gonna go smoke a cigarette or take a shit on go the take podcast. A shit. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're just gonna just take your phone with you, like, oh, I'm ready to go now. Okay, I'll be I'll be commenting from the toilet and shit. <laughs> right. Oh that yeah. shit sucked. Fuck off. <laughs> so yeah, like I said, watch this movie. I loved it. I can't complain about it. It gave me everything I expected. I wanted to see from this movie. Now I do want to let everybody know that going into this movie, a four-hour Zack Snyder movie, you got a four-hour Zack Snyder movie. This is the Snyderest Jack Snyder movie that Zack Snyder has ever Zack Snyder. This is what he gave you. You can't, you can't say he gave you what you didn't expect. You know, oh, so that, that is true. That's I expected a long ass. Zack Snyder CGI fest. And that's right. exactly what I got. <laughs> <laughs> so like I said, this is a movie with it unhinged, just doing whatever he wants to. Uh and yeah, like I said, and it the changes that are different from this from Whedon, um they said they didn't already see all the Snyder fans screaming for it. Which we would talk about that also because that is also just like Snyder playing this shit to happen by getting his fan base to do his dirty work for him. He did the same shit for this also. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, I wasn't expecting that much difference in the movie. Like I said, it's a four-hour movie versus what we got from the Josh Wheaton cut. It's probably like three hours of new footage that we've never seen before. Now, here's the thing, Eli, and that we've talked this before, this before, and I know you saw, I said I was crazy for this. The, there we go. It's coming up. <laughs> the Snyderverse coming up. Okay. Uh, yeah, but like I said, I, honestly, Justice League, even the Whedon version, was probably one of my favorite DCEU movies that came out. Just because it was a Snyder movie that trimmed the fat, got to the point, got in, got out, two hours, wasn't too much, and you got what you wanted. You know, with some of Whedon's little, you know, snippy, you know, dialogue here and there. Didn't all work, but it was better than what we normally got from Zack Snyder's normal stuff. This, like I said, he said he was getting rid of all the Zack Snyder stuff that wasn't in there before. So, he was just getting just Zack Snyder and that's it. You know, uh, and yeah, like I said, even with what we got, even though Justice League was still, I liked it better than Man of Steel, liked it better than BVS, even though everybody said the movie sucked. And that's my thing, Eli. Everybody's saying the 2017 version of Justice League sucked, but everybody's favorite scenes in this movie are from the 2017 Justice League movie. Like everybody said, oh, that Wonder Woman bank scene is awesome. It was another movie. Unchanged. They didn't change shit. The Superman vs. Justice League fight in the same movie. Didn't change shit. You know? So... I don't know. Anyway, going on past that, we got this movie now. And now what Zack Snyder now the, the backbone of this movie is the exact same of the Snyderverse we I mean the Josh Whedon verse we got before. Simple plot, Space Alien comes to the planet, Batman forms the Justice League, Justice League just yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Eli. I got to Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come back to you in a second. Okay, so Justice League, 
uh, forms, big alien comes out and they stop him and put him away and that's it. So that's what you expect to happen to it. So your bare bones of the story is the exact same. But what's going on right now is that you have a fleshed out version of the story. You got more meat of the story and you got the characters. So the difference is what's going on is that instead of just... Uh, now we know what's going on with these characters. It's not like a video game cutscene where you just get quippy dialogue here, quick cutscene here, action scene here, and that's it. The action scenes mean more in this movie because it is spaced out, because it is more fleshed out, because they take their time with the action scenes. Versus the other movie where it's just they just pretty much just throw you into it. It's pretty much just action scenes uh, string together with just a little bit of dialogue, wheat and plot just going on through there. And that's why... It, this movie works better than the other movie before because you actually care about what we did before. You're looking at the difference between Whedon's verse was just a uh, snatty morning cartoon. This is more like a epic. You feel the epicness of it. You know, I'm not going to compare it to Lord of the Rings, but it's closer to Lord of the Rings than it is Super Friends. You know, that's what you're getting with that. So, uh, now what we are going to do, we're going to break down some of the characters. I'll bring it back, Eli. Don't worry. <laughs> just so I can see you oh, sleep. I was going to be like... <laughs> Oh, I, was, I was actually oh, gonna oh. wait. I was gonna wait for you to go to sleep and then do like masturbation noises off screen. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh man. So let's start with some of the characters. Like I said, some of the characterizations are completely different in this movie. First thing I want to start off with is Ben Affleck, aka Batman. Now, what was the main difference between Batman this version and Batman the other version? Uh, Batman is no longer a bitch. In the last movie with Josh, Josh Wheaton, he kept making Jack, uh, Ben Affleck doing these like quippy jokes, stuff like that, which is completely out of character for Ben Affleck. Um, he even had him the way sometimes he was like having trouble fighting even one parademon. Like, that's not Batman. Batman is supposed to be struggling with one parademon. Uh, and even just the fact that, and the whole sexual tension with Wonder Woman, stuff like that, all that's going out the way. Now we just got Batman, who's actually a leader. Batman is actually competent. In the last scene, even when he's like shooting on the parademons, taking on parademons, stuff like that, he's telling Wonder Woman, I got this. Get the hell out of here. With the other version, he was struggling, just whining because Superman isn't back, you know, the whole time. But now he actually is a competent leader in this here. Also, you can tell in the Josh Wheaton scenes versus Zack Snyder scenes, Ben Affleck didn't give a shit. He was like fatter in like the Josh Wheaton scene. He was like, he was like this in the Snyder version of the scenes and then like this in the Whedon version of the scenes. So it was like he really didn't give a fuck telling jokes. He was just ready to get out of there and that's it. So good characterization with him. Who else we got here? Wonder Woman. Thing about Wonder Woman, the characterization of Wonder Woman is the same. However, how they characterize it different because for some reason, Josh Whedon got this creepy ass pervy fantasy vibe going on. We had like ass shots of Gal Gadot going there was over. ass shots there was ass shots in the Snyder Cut no 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 there is a complete ass shot that is completely omitted from this one that I, I, I almost had it loaded up but I couldn't load it up before we started but it's completely cut from this scene where they just focus just on Gal Gadot's ass matter of fact I'm pretty sure it's not Gal Gadot's ass I'm pretty sure it's a, a, a stunt double uh, a stunt ass it's a dude yeah <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what's going on let's see what's going on Snyder cut had Batfleck without the beer belly and divorce face yeah because they shot it before he got depressed and shit because this movie made him depressed you know oh yeah um, he like went and got, became an alcoholic and shit i mean his wife left him all kind of shit yeah he, he had to yeah. quit this batman movie stuff like that 
Uh, but but the thing is, what uh, even that other scene where we had with in the old Just League movie where Flash like fell on her, you know, fell on her boobs and shit like that, which is the exact scene that they did with Black Widow and yeah, Banner that was right out of Age of Ultron. Age yeah. of Ultron. I, I remember right. that, and I remember right. in the theater there was like this awkward silence, you know, <laughs> right? Like that's not funny. Like what are you doing? But see, the thing is, when you do stuff like that, it it takes Wonder Woman down from this, you know to this warrior woman that will just, you know, kick ass to just this sex object just dead. Make a Black Widow, you know. And that's not the way you do Wonder Woman. You make Wonder Woman Wonder Woman because she was doing some badass shit. Wonder Woman killed the dude in this one. Like, well, actually a few dudes in this one, but one, like, smashed his head against the blood spatter, uh, blood was pouring out of him. Yeah, this was rated R. Yeah, it was rated yeah. R. We had, like, three F-bombs in there, you know. Plus, like I said, Wonder Woman chopping dudes' heads off and shit like that, so... So that's the different characterization. So when you and it, like I said, when they take out the sexual tension between her and Batwoman, don't make her seem like she's just the Smurfette of the group. No, she's carrying her own weight of the group. Also, like I said, that's the difference. Up, oh, it's coming up. It's still coming in. <laughs> Getting woozy. Them Too much tacos, Justice League yeah. talk. <laughs> uh, this is a big one. This is a big one right here. Okay, so we got Barry Allen on here, the Flash. That's a big one also. Uh, I hated him in the Whedon version. I thought he was the worst character in there. Uh, because I almost felt like he had Asperger's in that movie. I felt like he was on the spectrum. And I was just like, come on, why are you doing this with him? Well, he can, like, talk to people. He was, he was supposed to be, like, comic relief. He was, but they overdid it. That's the thing. They overdid it in the first movie. Well, that's with, what, by, well by the time he shows up, like, two hours, you're, right. not, you're not laughing by that time. And, oh, this guy's <laughs> supposed to be funny. Well, he's not that funny like he was in the first the other right, but, but here's the thing here's the difference they, they waited him... two fucking hours for him to show up <laughs> <laughs> but the, here's the thing they make him competent in this movie they make him competent he is hyperactive you know but he's not so hyperactive you're like is something wrong with this guy no he's just a hyperactive kid that's all he is but at the same time he's not scared when he sees uh steppenwolf like oh i'm gonna run the other way uh he actually is getting get in the fight he actually does something at the very end of the movie like he saves the universe it will yeah, save the world that's the, i will admit that speed force shit was pretty cool yeah I, the speed force shit was yeah, off because yeah. in the whedon version of it they made superman so powerful so op it made flash useless like he only has one power run fast if you got superman you don't need this guy in this version superman shows up and even he's not enough to stop everything everything still gets, gets destroyed and flash is the one to enter the speed force and rewind i was like everybody like everybody can fly why do they need superman <laughs> <laughs> actually only cyborg can fly that's it shit, I, I aquaman's floating around wonder woman's jumping all through the air and shit. i mean shit. they wonder, jump, but... wonder woman was running as fast as the flash where they need the flash for? that is true yeah she was <laughs> when she was doing that when the, the beginning yeah, like, the on, yeah, like, right. that was dope that was dope but she was like damn what do they need the flash for <laughs> right if everybody has super speed you know yeah. oh man so that's my thing about that so they toned down the the comedy on flash where he is actually like a competent member of the team even though he's still the jokes of the team stuff like that uh henry cavill i still don't think that Zack snyder knows what to do with henry cavill he has even less shit to do in this one than he did in the whedon version oh, yeah. uh and even some of the whedon dialogue they took out of it you know, like when Superman shows up, I think in the ass when he says, this guy bothering you, you know, when he's punching Steppenwolf, that's gone. He barely says anything. He's just a symbol. He's just supposed to just stand there and just do shit and that's it. But the mustache is gone. So, plus, <laughs> <laughs> subtracting by addition. Uh, oh, the, the black suit. I wasn't feeling the black suit. 
Okay, I because thought that gonna was, do I thought that was, oh my god, the black suit Superman. It, I oh, this is the best movie ever, better it, than an Endgame. See, it's not the black, black suit. It's the black suit and the mullet. You got to have both. If you had the mullet. And the maybe, guns. And Superman. the guns. Like, you had all that. Then I would have been like, oh, best movie ever. But since he didn't do that, I was like, it's missing something. What is it missing? Uh, so, yeah, he had the black suit, but I was like, okay, that's cool. Whatever. It's there. So, uh, Jason Momoa, did they do anything different? I think he's pretty much the most unchanged. However, they did flesh out, like, his his people, like the people around yeah. him. Mira, because all the people were cut. You know? Mira was fucking dope. When she's, like, sucking the blood out of Steppenwolf, I thought that was the shit. I was yes. like, oh, that was probably the only move moment in the whole fucking four hours of this shit where I was like, oh! Because <laughs> <laughs> she was sucking the blood. I mean, and we always wonder, like, can Because I always wonder, like, could she do that? Is there something she can do? And she, she straight up did it, you yeah, know? Yeah, she's basically, yeah, she's got aquakinesis. She's basically Magneto with fucking water. Right. You know? Which is why I love I always, I love Mira from the comics. So when she's doing that shit to Steppenwolf, I was like, oh shit, oh yeah, I was yeah, that was my, probably my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> yeah. So for the most part, Aquaman is the same, but just the fact that they fleshed out everybody else around him, it makes him a more interesting character. I even got to the point like, damn, well maybe you need to bring Mira with you. But then they already explained it. She's afraid of the surface world. She didn't know the surface world. She ain't fooling with. This it. happens she- before the Aquaman movie. Right, it's happened before. Not that she can't go there; she just won't go there. So, I'm cool with that. I'm per- perfectly fine with that. And she uh, learned, and, per- and she learned how to speak like American English by the second Aquaman movie. <laughs> she had, by, she by had that movie. accent. <laughs> right, but she learns it. In- she learns how to speak English again in the future because they had that stinger in it. If they ever do just League oh, Two, that's, so. that's right. Oh, that was day. That was just a dream, though. Was it? Yeah, he woke up. The Snyder up Cut just... is a dream also, but it was willed into existence. I'm just saying that was a Batman having a dream. So she had, that's Batman, that's in Batman's head, you know. Mm, we'll, we'll we'll see. When the fans will just leak to in, in existence, we'll see. So Yeah. Now, here's the big one. Here's the big one right here. Cyborg. This, Joss Whedon straight up needs his ass for this. <laughs> because this was the best character in the movie. Like, what the hell did you do? They took him it's like pretty he, much Cyborg's movie. It's pretty Cy- much Cyborg's movie. Cyborg is, is the focus of this movie. Yes, he's the heart of the movie. He's the point of view uh, character of the movie. He's the heart of the movie. Uh, and plus, the thing is with with Cyborg, like anytime, they, like ever since Ju- Justice League one in the New Fifty Two, when they put Cyborg on the team, you're like, isn't he like a Teen Titan? Like, why is he on the team with everybody else? Like, the, why is he here? Now you see why he's here. He's damn near fucking the most powerful dude on the team. Yeah. Like, now I know why <laughs> Ray Fish is really mad. Like, damn, they cut me out of the whole fucking movie. And that's, that's why he's pissed. That's exactly yeah. why he's pissed. You know? So he had to make up all this. Said, Joss Whedon molested me. Joss Whedon talked <laughs> shit about my mom. Joss Whedon is racist. Joss Whedon, you know, kicked my dog. Joss Whedon. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because he when had he, all. All he did was just cut him out of the movie. <laughs> right. And I, I knew that what it was to begin with. You mad because he cut you out of the movie. That's all. But the fact that he cut that much of him out of the movie, the fact that he had all those scenes with his dad. Uh, he had this scene where he was uh saving that waitress, which is a a, a great scene. Yeah, his uh, origin that was a cool origin. You know, all the shit that he can do, and you know, I mean, he's basically a digital god. That's the thing. Like, he damn near is the most powerful dude on the team. He can end the planet with just a thought, just nuke everybody and be done with it. You know, 
Uh, and it was just the fact that he even saved that woman, you know, not by punching a dude, not by kicking a dude to, you know, he just gave him money. That's all because, because he can do that. He was basically walking to Wall Street, just doing whatever the hell he wanted to do. Holy shit, it was a cyborg movie. He was OP as fuck. Yeah, he was OP as fuck. He, uh, matter of fact, the only reason that third mother box didn't go off, because he made sure it didn't go off. That's why yeah. he couldn't find him, you know. Oh, so, yeah. And, and the thing is, like, we talk about Josh Wheaton, like, he... Ray Fisher called them racist, stuff like that. But here's the thing, Eli, there is something to that that all the people of color in this movie were completely removed in the Josh Whedon version. Uh, like I said, Ray Fisher role was completely cut down. Silas Stone was dead, but his role completely got cut down. Ryan Choi, nowhere to be found. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, Cyborg's mother, not in the movie. Uh, who else? It was somebody else in there, too. Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter, <laughs> gone. You know, so it's like, why are you choosing? Like, we know you got to turn the movie down. We know you got to cut the movie down. But why are you cutting these specific scenes? Why are you doing that? Uh, even the fact that when he had Flash and Cyborg with the whole, oh, you won't give me dapple, racially charged, shit's gone. Like, what the hell is Josh Whedon doing? You know, I don't know. And then it makes you realize when you start looking at this movie and what he did, and you start looking back all the other just stuff he did, like, like I said, Avengers. Everybody said Avengers was too white. You only got one black dude in the movie. He just stuck on a boat just giving orders and shit every now and then. Other than that, you know, the only diversity that uh, Josh Wheaton counts as an Avenger, you know, is the Hulk because he's green, you know. Other than that, whatever. So you start looking at his other works, you like that, you start seeing a pattern. You're like, huh, okay. <laughs> okay. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> uh, that's all what I saw. So, all right. So, and then, like I said, we'll just talk about the the bad guy. Like I said, Steph Wolf. This, probably the biggest change to me, uh, we saw. Not just in the look and the physical appearance of him. Like I said, they had some awesome scenes in him where he was just like throwing horses and killing horses and killing Amazon, shit like that. You know what? That Amazon scene kind of reminded me of the Endgame scene with all the chicks popping up stuff like that. But nobody said feminism this and feminism that. So, like, a bunch of Amazons. You know, that's it. So... Yeah, Steppenwolf was awesome in this one where he was a piece of shit. We didn't even know why Steppenwolf was there in the Josh Whedon version. He just shows up and just there. Now, we know he's an essential employee. That's basically what it is. He's just doing bullshit-ass jobs, taking bullshit-ass uh, missions, just going from here to here to here so he can get a promotion to get back to his nephew, Darkseid. That's what he's trying to do, and he can't get there. So, that's why you almost, almost feel sympathetic for him. Even though he's a piece of shit that, you know kill billions and shit like that and murder a whole bunch of Amazons and Atlanteans. But, you know, he did it for a reason. Oh, this scene right here. You gotta talk about this scene because I feel like this scene, if nothing else, was the biggest fuck you to Josh Whedon. It felt like Zack Snyder was purposely taking a scene that Josh Whedon did just to say fuck you because we all know that scene also came from Age of Ultron. You know. So, yeah, I think basically they should have renamed this movie Justice League to Josh Whedon. You know, the fuck Josh Whedon version. That's what, That's what I said. That's yeah. what We said the tagline months ago, which would Snyder cut. Fuck Josh Whedon. That's <laughs> right. Because they've been yeah. running this whole smear campaign on Josh Whedon. And I was trying to defend Josh Whedon. Like, I see what y'all doing. Y'all doing. But after watching the movie, I'm just like, damn, what? Josh Whedon is a piece of shit for what he did. Now, it wasn't all bad. Oh, not there was also some other stuff also. The soundtrack way better soundtrack this but there was a few soundtracks in the josh whedon version i did miss just a little bit 
like you know when they play the Batman soundtrack when he's flying through there, just because it's a nostalgia. You know, it hits you your nostalgia button right there. Or even when they play in Superman when he comes back, but they play in like a Discord where, because you know he's about to kill Flash and shit like that. So I thought that was pretty fun. Um, but this one, yeah, soundtrack way better. Wonder Woman has a, a choir or some singer that goes with it every time she does anything to pop on screen. You know, thought that was awesome. So, um, yeah, like I said, awesome movie. I liked it. I honestly, Eli, I watched about six times since it released this now. <laughs> <laughs> At minimum, I probably watched it six times a day. Go to watch it some more also, just because I'm just trying to pick apart the little things of it, you know, themes of it and pick apart, you know, so what do we got here? Apparently, Snyder was impressing. He wanted, no, he didn't say that. <laughs> he didn't say that. He wanted Ryan Reynolds, John Stewart, Green Lennon, Kilowog. Kilowog is actually in the movie. Uh, 616 man kill uh, doing the dream sequence when that, is that where he gets his hand chopped off that was him no 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 that was some other rando oh okay uh killer walk he was dead also though uh doing a dream sequence where superman was holding batman's head or somebody's head stuff like that and you see like the broken justice league hall of justice thing the dead green lantern there was killer walk down at the bottom now as far as the ryan reynolds thing he didn't say he wanted Ryan Reynolds in the thing. Ryan Reynolds made a joke about if you ever need me, come, you know, call me. And he was like, Ryan Reynolds is a cool dude. That's all. So, and Ryan Reynolds also did the same the day before it did a watch along with Green Lantern and shit on that movie. So, all his tweets are up. Go check that out. Shit funny as hell. Uh, um, Let's see. What else we got here? That's the same thing we had before. Uh, Do I have anything else to say about the Snyder Cut? I think, um, yeah. Are you done with the Snyder Cut? I think so. I, I only watched keep- it once. I could I could keep going, but I'm not gonna keep going. I only watched it one time, and I did take a break at hour three because I had to go do shit. You know, I had to feed the kids, and I had to go run somewhere and stuff like that. So, I think uh, I pissed once, <laughs> <laughs> but I kept. I, but I also I kept rewinding it. I was like, okay, what's happening? Because I because I. I was starting to like not pay attention to shit because of- okay, I'm gonna I'm let you go, Eli. It's, it's your it's your go. I went. It's your turn. Okay. okay, I'm not. I'll try to keep it brief. I mean, you know, I already got my shit out. I was live, basically live, live, uh, Facebook booking or whatever while I was watching it. So I and got they kept tagging me in your shit. Like you, you hear me saying, "No, let him talk, man. Let him do what the fuck you want to do." Shit. Uh, but no, see. I wasn't a fan of Snyder's superhero movies. Um, I didn't like Man of Steel. I didn't like. I wasn't really into BVS. So I that's right away, right off the bat. What do we see? Superman getting killed again. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I was in never a fan of, in slow motion. I was, I was never a fan of Man of Steel because he was so sad and mopey and shit. And I was, I just couldn't, I was, I couldn't get into it. And then BVS, he dies twice, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? He, like Zack Snyder thinks Superman's a bitch. And as if I was a Superman fan, I'd be pissed off at the way Zack Snyder would be treating Superman. Because I'm he, still pissed off about this shit. Like, why are you doing this? <laughs> yeah. Like he turned Superman into such a fucking pussy and I don't give a fuck about the fans. Well, you didn't read the issue in 1987 where Superman was a bitch. Cause that's what this is all based <laughs> on. I don't give a fuck. Fuck that shit. I'm not into pussy Superman. So right off the bat, the first shot of this movie is, oh yeah, Superman's a pussy. Here was so ten seconds in, I'm already aggravated. <laughs> <laughs> and then 
There was shit in the Joss Whedon movie that I actually liked. Like Batman catching the, the parademon. <laughs> I like that. I don't give a fuck. I that like w- that. that- <laughs> uh, I don't. I, I don't. I'm, I I could take it or leave it. I could take it or leave it. Be honest it's with bat- you. I'm a Batman fan. I like seeing Batman kick ass. <laughs> so I, I do. I will say I did miss I the, like- the everybody knows song. I did. I did miss that. Yes, the everybody knows. I thought really worked, especially at the fucking time it came out. This was right after Trump got into office, and the whole world was like, "What the fuck? Well, How did this That's why happen? Whedon put it in the movie. Yeah, and they're like, <laughs> "What the fuck?" And so, yeah, so here's here's in the movie where Superman's dead, and the and the world's like, "Damn, we just lost all this hope." And it was kind of reflective of what was going on, and I thought that was you know socially relevant at the time. But hey, now it's post Trump, and you know. Um, but you know, I like I like that Batman. I like when Batman told gave Flash the pep talk because Flash was like doubting himself, and you know, I, I like that. You know, there's a little bit, a bit of humanity. You know, some humanity relate to the humanity of these super beings. You know, now, I, 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 I will I, agree with you on one part. I did kind of like the the I won't say infighting, but the just League weren't finishing each other's sentences in Josh Whedon verse. Like there were some conflict between, you know, when they were having to meet and stuff like that. Yeah. Where in this one, they're also on the same page. They're damn near finishing each other's sentences. You like there's no difference between them. like, you know, uh when when Batman, you know, confronted Wonder Woman like Superman's a beacon, Superman's inspiration. Where the hell you been? You know, and then Wonder Woman damn near kills him. You know, I thought that was an awesome scene right there with that scene. And that's completely gone. Yeah. I'm just saying there was there was no like humanity like in the like like the people yes it was shoehorned in the Russian family at the end we all know Joss Whedon shot those extra scenes to have some humanity but like yeah that's the point like what are they what are they fighting for they're fighting to save lives let's show some fucking human lives to save you know or we, we can show more no 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 we, we, get, dis- we disagree on we disagree on I, that I'm ending. just saying we don't <laughs> give I. I have a hard time giving a shit. That's all I'm saying is like, it's like this, they're so DC. I mean, maybe that's just the nature of DC heroes, you know, relating to them. You know, Batman's a rich asshole. Superman's this overpowered alien from outer space. Wonder Woman's a princess, Amazon princess. Arthur, Aquaman's a a prince, you know, it's real royalty. So like all their characters are already, even without their superpowers, they're like these high class, bougie, upper class folk whereas like in marvel they're blue collar folk we can relate to them more you know what i mean so maybe that's just the nature of dc heroes and they're hard to relate to but that's what i have like i'm having a hard time giving shit about like why are we supposed to care about batman and zack snyder's just like well he's batman you know it ain't like, <laughs> why are we supposed to care about super well he's superman don't you know who superman is that's wonder woman that's that you're not giving us a reason to they're just just because of their title that's all you know, and I think that's what, you know, yes, Zack Snyder's shit looks awesome. It's fucking pretty. It's fucking beautiful. Every shot is a comic panel come to life. It's just, there's no weight to it for me. That's just me. But hey, um, and that's pretty much how I felt, you know. Uh, it was, it, you know, I don't dislike all of Zack Snyder's movies. I think I like 300. I liked Watchmen. I don't give a shit. Yeah, he got the fucking point wrong. You know, <laughs> he kind of, it didn't go as deep as the comic did, but I still liked the movie. You know, I had a good time watching the Watchmen movie. I don't think it's that great, but I thought I, I liked it. You know what I mean? That's the thing. He tried to turn, 
he turned he he took the Watchmen and tried to turn them into the Justice League. You know, because the point of the Watchmen is like superheroes are assholes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so he tried to take, but here, here he took the Watchmen and let's glorify like, these Let's make assholes. them cool and yeah, you know, badass let's shots. Yeah, and... let's glorify these fucking pricks. And then he takes the Justice League and turns them into Watchmen. <laughs> right. But here's the thing: like sometimes it works. Cyborg is Doctor Manhattan, the same guy. He was even doing was. the same. His dad had the same death as Doctor Manhattan. Like Doctor Manhattan, but he was also doing like the same shit. Like when he was like assembling shit and doing all this stuff like that. Like over uber powerful digital god like that. So that's the main point I think that he was trying to make with the Justice League is that they're they're gods. They're the new gods. And I think yeah. that's the point he was trying to show with that, you know. Yeah. Uh, big and I fan think of... that's. Yeah, that <clears throat> oh, it goes deep in that six one six man. Before oh, we go. Oh yeah, and I, and that's the thing is like, even with like, and we we talked about this with like when we review comics like Kingdom Come, like, uh, uh, Hickman's Secret Wars, you know, where he's taking superheroes and turning them into mythological, you know, gods. Right. And but but these there's humanity to these gods where we relate there where they're not perfect just like so humans can relate to these gods you know what i mean so you know it's it's uh and i think that's that's i think is i think Zack snyder wants to do that but he gets caught up with all the the flashy shit that it gets sort of lost you know because if you're a fan if you're not a fan you don't know but yeah we saw this shit oh cool it's dark side but who is dark side in this universe we don't really know He's just some big asshole, you know. He doesn't establish <laughs> that. We don't. We don't. We know who Iris. Comic fans know who Iris West is, you know. But he doesn't tell us in this universe who Iris West is. It's she's not some, even named. They don't yeah, even give, they don't they, even <laughs> give her a name. We just know she's Iris West, but he, we don't name her. It's just some hot chick that the Flash sees and goes and saves. And I can't wait. I posted about this. I can't wait for the Wayans brothers to do their Justice League parody where they do that scene and. <laughs> Uh, Barry's gonna grab a hot the hot dog and like stick it in her mouth. <laughs> I was like, please don't do that. Please, I, 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 for some I just felt like he was about to do that with the hot dog. I was like, oh, the Wayans brother, they're gonna do a fucking parody or like, <laughs> do that shit. Oh man. But but yeah, that, that's my thing. It's like it's all. It looks pretty. It's just I have a hard time being invested, and that's my thing. You know. Yeah, I know who Darkseid is. I know what the anti-life equation is. I know what a mother box is and all that shit because I read the comics. But we're not I'm not invested in it because he hasn't established that in this world, in this universe. You know, in Marvel, you know, they they're always changing characters. They're always switching their genders or switching their race, but they always establish them in the MCU so we know who they are. Like Flash Thompson, you know? We know Flash Thompson from the comics. He's just jock asshole. But in Homecoming, he's this rich, you know, what is he, Hindu or something? He's a rich asshole in that, you know, but but it works for that world. You know what I mean? In that in that universe, it works for the MCU because they established that, you know, and I feel like Zack Snyder just like, oh, here's Batman. Here's Superman. Here's Wonder Woman. Give a shit about him because that that's their names. <laughs> Don't you know who they are? You know, so that that's what I'm, you know, um, but other than that. There was some like I, there was it had its moments, like I said the mirror scene. I liked the extra cyborg shit. I thought the Flash, yeah, the Flash doing the Speed Force shit. I thought that was cool, you know. Batman for a guy who hates guns, he was sniping motherfuckers 
Like, you know, I'm at this point now. I'm just like, fuck it. Give them a gun. Just shoot Give them guns. And that's what I'm saying. When I, when I was like, oh, I want to see that opening scene where Batman gets the parademon. Is, is, is Zack Snyder going to give Batman guns? He might as well just give Batman guns because he had them in BBS. <laughs> What we had him in the, in the Josh League in the Just League Josh version in 2017 because yeah. he he couldn't do shit. So he was like, "Just give me a gun, let me just shoot people," you know. And the ending, the end that the the nightmare. I don't care what you say, Eli. I love that Batman Joker interaction. Yeah, that was cool. I liked it. I just thought, oh man, it was just a dream. Damn it! <laughs> but it might not be. That's the thing. <laughs> you know, and that's the thing. It's like all the extra shit. Yeah, the Bat Tank dark side it was all like flashbacks and shit i'm like he had 70 million to he was chained he gave he gave steppenwolf a makeover right. why didn't just make dark make him turn him into dark side <laughs> no that, oh no 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 because that's the whole point they were trying because they want to build to something else that's the whole point but they but he <laughs> will that ever get made though like this could have been his chance to have the dark side war in it. they said saying. this wasn't going to get made and it got made so who knows what might happen the whole yeah. point is that that's the whole reason that's when people saying the movie is four hours and blah 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 all this other honestly the movie so, about three three and a half hours really you know, are you going to sign to save the Snyderverse? i'm not going to i don't give a shit make it <laughs> are you going to sign the it. petitions and shit make it don't make it i don't care do whatever you want to do i'm not yes, signing anything yes. we need we need pussy superman back <laughs> 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 like I said, they gave this movie. I'm happy with what we got. We can move on from there. So they can make it all into petitions and, you know, buy flyers. They're like, do whatever you want to do. I'm out. Do whatever you want to do. I got the movie. I'm fine. And so, yeah. Yeah. So now I will I say mean, this. It's now, about we, this. And the thing is, that, you know, I, I, I didn't think the last Justice League, J- Josh Whedon's Justice League, I didn't think it was great. I didn't think it was that bad either. I didn't think now, it was a thing, I didn't think, I, be, be honest, I didn't think it was great either. Yeah. Uh, every Everything that people are saying about it, I agree. I'm just saying I liked it for what it was. But yeah, I, I agree I, that it had its, it had its problems. I thought it was fine. I had, yeah, I got to see superheroes kicking ass. Cool. You know, it wasn't the travesty that everyone made it into be. This is about the same thing. You know, I give about as much shit about this movie as I did that one. You know, I didn't, I wasn't, yeah, there was some cool shit. Both movies have some cool shit. <laughs> and now, I'll just now, leave here's, it at here's that. The thing, here's the thing, Eli. Going into this movie, knowing it was going to be a four-hour uh, Justice League Zack Snyder movie, I was expecting to see nothing but your opinion online. So I was already bracing up, getting ready. Okay, I'm getting ready to die on this hill, fight for this movie, or maybe shut the fuck up and just, you know, enjoy it in secrecy or whatever the fuck I was going to do. Turns out, I mean, like I said, actually a lot of people that don't fuck with these movies liking this movie uh, the funniest quote i've seen was like people saying oh man i just saw justice league that uh that new one on hbo whoever the guy they got to do that that's the guy they need to keep making these movies because the other movies <laughs> fucking suck i'm like it's the same guy <laughs> like, what the fuck yeah i mean but, I, hey for a four-hour movie it was paced very well it right, was like i don't i i don't think like pacing wise it it was i don't think it was boring I just had a hard time. Like when I was checking out, it was just like, okay, what are they, what are they saying? You know, I was just like, I was, my mind was wandering and I was just because of lack of interest in what was going on. I didn't, but like, Hey, otherwise it was paced very well. Like it, it, it didn't feel like it didn't feel long, you know, as far as, you know, boring me, I wasn't bored. I was just uninterested 
at certain times. Like I said, I had to, oh, what did they say? I had to like rewind. A, so it probably took me longer than four hours, you know, because I kept <laughs> rewinding shit. You know, <laughs> what did they right. say? What, what, you know? <laughs> so did my, I miss something? Whole- you know? <laughs> yeah, my whole thing, like, could they have shaved the movie down to less than four hours? Yes, they could have. They could have. But, however, if you change this the is, movie, yeah, this you is change the, the movie. Yeah. It's uncovered. This, this is the, the fan. Fans been fighting for this movie. Yes. Want this movie to that, come out. It's on streaming. There are no limitations to what you can and can't do. You don't have to worry about theater restrictions. How many things? You just do it. Just put it in there. Yeah. So, if the fans fought for this movie this hard, you put everything in it because we don't know. More than likely, Just League 2 probably will never get made. So, Zack Snyder, say whatever here you're going to say. Just put it in there. Yeah, and that's what this is for. It's for the fans that wanted this shit. If you are a fan that wanted this shit, then you're probably going to like it. If you didn't ask for it like me did, like me, you probably ain't going to give a fuck. (laughs) But yeah, it is for the fans. Like, Like, there's director's cuts of all kinds of movies that are, you know, like Aliens. Like, I love the Aliens movie, but the director's cut, Ain't as cool as the theatrical. That's just me, though. You know, there's some right. yeah, there's some cool shit with the pacing. You know, yeah, there's some cool shit movie. in the move in the director's cut for the fans. That's kind of cool, but it slows shit down. It's you know what I mean, and so that that's what I'm saying. But it still exists for the fans to watch, and that's what this is for. So right. you know, well, I mean, like, could they have cut the scene <clears throat> where the uh, the choir starts singing when, I, when Jason Momoa starts swimming in the ocean and the woman picked up his sweater and started sniffing it? Could they have cut that scene? maybe <laughs> but i say leave that shit in there you know what? yeah <laughs> and that's what he did we're gonna put everything i shot here everything i shot for this fucking thing here it is like they were playing yeah. rock and roll music while they was walking upstairs like you don't need the music <laughs> there but fuck it throw it in there yeah <laughs> fucking lois lane getting coffee or or making tea that was cool that see alfred showing wonder woman how to make tea it was shit like that. That's what I like. You know, those. I like hum- that shit. That's what's yeah, like, yeah. Those little human moments. That's that, that's what I wanted more of. You know what I mean? More yeah. of that. Or even even more when Wonder humanity, Woman was. Yeah. Yeah. More humanity, less slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's all I'm saying. I like the movie. I thought I was going to get more shit for liking the movie, but for the most part, I've seen it get positive reaction. But every now and then, like I said, Eli, I do see reactions like yours popping up also. Uh, and but I'm that's just, cool. And that's, that's, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just talking shit. I'm just right. trolling. But, but that's okay. That is okay. <laughs> yeah, and like fucking, because this is, I knew this was coming. This is right. 2015 all over again. This is BVS. <laughs> All but it doesn't again. need to be. We can learn. We can learn from this. That's the thing. Don't we don't we need have. it. We don't need it to be 2016 over again. That's the thing. One thing we need to learn that nerd shit and geek shit, we are not a monolith. People can like different <laughs> shit. That's the yeah, thing. And that's what I'm seeing. Yeah. You're you're stupid. You didn't like it. Oh yeah. Well, you're stupid because you did like it. Uh, and that's what, I'm I'm seeing that already. And I'm like, like, here we go, all over again. Right. Just respect that guy's opinion. Move the fuck on. I liked yeah. it. You didn't like it. Cool. Yeah. Move on. I remember. Yeah, because I remember that. I didn't like BBS. Oh, yeah. We were a fucking idiot. Uh, didn't you read the <laughs> comics? What the fuck? You stupid fucking noob. Like, uh, you know, okay. Sorry. Yo. Uh, like, you like a shitty movie. Sorry. I was, you know. <laughs> oh, like, damn. We can learn from this, man. We can learn to just respect people's opinion and just move on from there. That's all. That's all. I don't know. Can we move on from, uh, from this? <laughs> I give we it a three other- out of Three out of five from me. <laughs> Here's the thing. I will give it, I don't know, I want to give it a five, but like I said, 
it could have been true. So I'm going to say 4.5 out of 5. 4.5 out of 5 is what I'm going to give it. Only because they did have shit like a woman sniffing Aquaman's dirty sweater. But, you know, <laughs> but I don't know, should I give that a 5 for that? That's the thing, you know. Hey, in the Snyderverse, she's going to get aqua powers from that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fanboy Ward. And that's the whole thing, 616, man. We just want to say that whatever you like or don't like, stuff like that, you don't have to bash the other person for that. And also, yeah. if a person doesn't like it, that is not a personal attack on you. It's not. Yeah. Unless yeah. he straight up says you're stupid for liking this shit. As, that is a personal as, attack, you know. As a hardcore Star Wars fan, mm-hmm. I love it, and I don't give a fuck who doesn't. But if you don't like it, I don't give a shit that you don't. I, well, and, well, well, okay. and, and if you don't like something, quit trying to be a bitch about it and try to make somebody else not like it, because you don't. But Eli, yeah. I, I gotta I gotta call you out on this because you give me shit for liking the prequels. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, I, yeah, you can like the prequels. <laughs> <laughs> I hey, I saw fucking episode one like ten times in theater. I saw episode two like five. I saw Revenge of the Sith like five. So hey, I like oh, them at you, the time. You just too. a masochist, okay? Yeah, yeah. I fucking yeah. I like Star Wars. You know, <laughs> I could bitch about Star Wars. I just choose not to. <laughs> and I have bitched about Star Wars. And the same shit I bitch about is the same shit everyone bitches about. So I get it. You know, I know why people don't like these movies, but you know what? I still like the shit. And it's okay to like this shit. If you like the Zack Snyder cut, go ahead and like it and f- tell everybody else to fuck off. You know, <laughs> like your shit and be proud of liking your shit. You know, that's, that's all, all I got to say. But just don't that's have, what you I have learned. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've learned after being a Star Wars fan after the few, these last couple years. Where it's hard to be a Star Wars fan these days, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying it's okay to just like shit and just move on from that. That's all. So yeah. All right, can we move on? Yeah. Okay. Please. <laughs> okay, we're moving on past that. Now this is all you. This is all you. I, I don't. I have nothing to add on. What this. you didn't watch Falcon? Not at all. Really? I was too busy watching Justice League. Oh, dude. So you didn't. So you did. You did. I told you I wasn't gonna watch it. I, I told you that last week. <laughs> Oh, so you because you watch because you watched Zack Snyder's movie five fucking times. I mean, it was other shit. Well, six or seven, but still, <laughs> you couldn't. You but couldn't, I had other shit. I had you couldn't other shit to do, do half time. hour. You couldn't. You didn't have a half no, hour. No, I saw. Watch. I saw. Hey, I saw fifty minutes on that. This ain't WandaVision. <laughs> I was like, nah, I'll come back to it. Maybe besides, it's not like it's one movie. It's more shit coming. So I can get you caught can up. Get caught up next week. Yeah, I mean, yeah. okay, episode one, Winter Soldier. Spoil it. I don't give a fuck. Do whatever you want. I, I liked it. I went from not really caring, you know, to, wow, I can't wait for the next episode. The opening scene, the action was dope. The opening scene where Falcon's flying through the air and flying through the can, basically outdoing Superman again. Marvel outdoing Superman again. <laughs> First <with> Captain Marvel, <laughs> then Falcon. Fly, yeah, Falcon flying over and doing all this cool flying Superman shit, fighting helicopters and jets and shit. It was dope. And he's uh Batrock the Leaper is in it. So GSP, George St. Pierre, ex MMA champion, back in, as Batrock, kicking ass, action was cool. Um, then Winter Soldier, his he's going, he's suffering from PTSD. He's got all he's got this guilt, you know. We see him having nightmares about his old missions where he's Okay, going on okay. assassin I, I got i have a question i have a question if he yeah. has ptsd is sam helping him out with that uh they're not really together not in this episode because they're kind of okay. apart 
They okay. I would say because Sam is like licensed for that shit. He was helping yeah. Uh, camp. Yeah. 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 So Sam is out, basically still out in the field doing shit, and Winter Soldier is like, you know, chilling. You know. Okay. Um, but he's got like because of government service, because he's gotten pardoned for all his crime, war crimes and shit. He has, he's government appointed uh, a a shrink to him, a psychiatrist. So he's uh, you know, seeing a shrink, doing therapy. And one of his things he's asked to do is make amends. So, um, and he's making amends in his weird Falcon soldier, James Bond assassin type of shit way, you know? Um, and he's, yeah, see, that was cool. See the old man, he's hanging out with this old Japanese guy and you're kind of like, why? And then the end, you find out why you find out why he's hanging out with this old man. It turns out winter soldier killed his son during one of his missions and that's why he's he's making amends but he doesn't he hasn't admitted it to him yet you know and like oh that's so fucked up you know so i thought that that was cool again humanity making me give a fuck uh (laughs) and then falcon he's he got blipped so he's back with his family his sister who's trying to uh keep their shrimp boat she's in louisiana she's got a shrimp boat company um on its last legs the parents are dead you know, uh, the blip kind of left the world economy in, in, in shambles. Now everybody's back and everyone's trying to make money again. And so it's, the business is on his last legs and they go to a bank to try and get a loan. They don't get the loan. Um, in a very, very interesting scene where the, the loan, the loan officer like, Hey, you're an Avenger. Holy shit. Blah, 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 blah. And he's all fanning out. And then he's like, how do you, what, how do you get money? Like, what's an Avengers salary? And then Falcon's like, well, we don't really get paid. We're just, it's a, it's civil duty. We kind of just do wow. it because we're supposed to, you know, <laughs> we, you know what? That's the reason we're just heroes because that's what heroes do. And I thought, wow, that's cool. But you know, economically he ain't got no money and he gets rejected. Um, the, the loan. And this also brings up the issue of race. He's a black guy. He's a in Louisiana, in the South. Um, I'm sure that's going to get explored in this show. Um, uh, and then Flag Smasher. So Flag Smasher, I think they're an organization. Mm-hmm. They're not calling them Ultimatum. They're called Flag Smasher. But I remember Flag Smasher from a, a Ghost, Ghost Rider comics where him and the Punisher got together and fought Flag Smasher and the Ultimatum. Flag Smasher was like this anarchist dude and recruiting kids off the street, giving like street gangs guns to try and start like an anarchy war, a revolution, overthrow the government and shit. That's kind of what's going on here. There's these overpowered like uh, anarchists kind of starting shit all over the world. So it sounds like they just call an ultimatum the Flag Smashers. The Flag Smashers, yeah. Yeah. Um, But other than that, I thought it was dope. I enjoyed it way more than I thought it was going to be. Um, especially, you know, since I like WandaVision was so cerebral and, you know, kind of made you think this is the more traditional superhero right. beat em up. I mean, this but this is what they wanted to uh, release first anyway. But it's know. still layered with all this, you know, dr- drama and emotional weight that I thought was cool. Like the shit with Bucky, when he find out that, that, that he killed that dude's son, I was like, oh, shit. Okay, shit's real now, you know. <laughs> and then 
if they're going to sp- explore race with with Falcon, the reason why Falcon didn't get a fucking loan is because he's a black guy. That's well, I think yeah. I think they're gonna. I think they got some balls there, you know, to push some okay. buttons. So yeah, I'm I want to see if they go there. Yeah, because like yeah. the <laughs> the Netflix went there, but MCU don't really go to, other than Black Panther. They never really went there, so we, we'll see what they go with. Yeah, I'm I'm curious to yeah. see if they're gonna push that, you know. And I'm all for it. I was like, yeah, fuck it, push all the fucking buttons. Quick question: Did anybody call him Snap? Snap Wilson? No, I don't think so. <sighs> okay, I'm, no big deal. I only, no big I only deal. watched it once, though. Okay. I only you didn't watch it eight times? I didn't watch it eight times. Sorry, man. I was busy watching the fucking Snyder Cut. <laughs> and the Mayans. Mayans was back on. That was my big Okay. okay. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So I guess we can move on past that. Anything else you got to add? Or? Oh, that's that's it. I think it was oh. cool. Okay. Cool, cool. Uh, Quick talk about the, um, I guess, the BG Games section right now. Oh, no. Not that. Not that. Yeah, that. BG Games section. I'm just going to hit real quick. Just move on past that. Did I? Do something to it. I did not do anything to it. Oh, I did. Boom. Okay. Future so, imperfect, huh? Yeah, future imperfect because you know that's that Hawkeye. Oh, that's right. Because it's got the fucking uh it's got Maestro and shit. It's got Maestro in it. Yeah. I haven't made it to Maestro yet. This is my gameplay I played the other day. So Hawkeye Clint Barton is in it. He does play differently from uh Kate Bishop. I can kind of see a little bit of the, you know, a little bit of what he can do on there. So, you know, a little bit on there. That's cool. But that's not the big thing. Uh, the big thing is because they made an announcement the other day, and I'm trying to see if I can find it. Let's find it. I think it's right here. Yep. Let's play. Yeah. Can you hear it? I can. Okay. Let's cut that off. We want to hear that. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> like I said, they announced Black Panther is going to be. A, ah, I passed it. Put it back in there. Okay. So, like I said, Black Panther is the next DLC character coming. I think he's coming like in June, July, or maybe they didn't put a date to it. I'm not really sure what's going on with that one. It's going to have a whole new storyline with Claw's going to be in it because Chase after. So, once I beat the, um, you know, once I. Oh, (laughs) Oh, that was your playlist. Yeah, that was my playlist on anything like that. So, once I beat the Hawkeye mission, I'll do that. So, yeah. Uh, Can we move on to the next thing? Sure. Okay. All right, so like I said, it's comic book bullies. We're talking about comic books, and even though I know we went way too long over the Snyder Cut, uh, we're gonna try to get. Oh, back we on expected track. that. I knew we were gonna do that. I was. I was trying to keep it short. I was trying to keep it short, but I was like, "There's now, no way we're gonna. This is gonna be under an hour." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So like I said, the book we're gonna talk about is Justice League. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I almost want to say that you know. DC Who's writing was, this? Is, is, Zach, is Zach or I mean Scott Snyder writing this still? No. Take a guess. Take a guess. Because this is the number one. This yes. Is it Bendis? Okay. It is Bendis. Yeah. Because this was okay. the number one selling comic of the week. Yeah. Oh really? I didn't so, read it. Damn it. Oh well. <laughs> you, you didn't read it? Okay. Yeah. This is <laughs> no. all new, all different Justice League. Oh show. shit. Okay. Yeah, this is this it's is this, Bendis, so of course it's Bendis. So yeah, he's coming out swinging stuff like that. So basically, just I'm trying to see if I can get to it. Let's see. I'm gonna try to get everything set up. So yeah, Kondak. Well, well, first off, I'm gonna show you because it's it's a whole new roster. Also, there's a whole new team in this one. Also, let's see if I can show it to you. Um, the team you got, you know, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, blah blah blah, all them. Uh, Black Adam is on the team now. No, uh, and it's Naomi is on the team. 
Of course she you is. You know, because because it's Bendis. You know, it's he's Bendis. Gonna put, yeah, yeah, he's gonna put his cash cow on there. You know, to make her <laughs> thing. Which she's also getting like a, a a CW show also by what what's that? Ava Eva. Oh, oh. Ava DuVray or whatever. Yeah, because if I fuck that name up again, I know some, I'm gonna get canceled. So, <laughs> oh, like, is that her code. name? Something like Ava, the one who did Wrinkle in Time. Yeah, the one who did Wrinkle in Time. So she's pretty. When are we gonna? Seen... What is, are they gonna let her have a have a, a, a an Ava cut of Wrinkle in Time? I hope not. I heard it so <laughs> I didn't see it, but I heard it movie so yeah, it, but it's yeah, her but, movie. But, but it wasn't. But it wasn't her cut though. Was it? Hashtag Ava cut <laughs> Wrinkle in Time. Release the Ava. <laughs> I guess. Might as well. Let's make it a thing. <laughs> Come on, woke folk. Let's do this shit. <laughs> oh, man. But when they get, like I said, she's making the only thing. Who else on the team? Green Arrow, Black Canary, Hippolyta. Wonder, Diana is one of the guys floating around in the multiverse like that. So Hippolyta has taken her place as Wonder Woman. So. Okay. Okay. So let's get to it. We've uh, fucked around long enough. Anyway, going to it. Uh, what we got here is Kondok. We started Kondok. And Black Adam is talking to one because Black Adam is the king of conduct or the dictator conduct or whatever like that, talking to one of his people. And he basically asking them, are you here, you know, talking to your mother because she died? I'm talking to my wife. And I guess his wife is Isis, you know, who was been at 70s cartoon back when Shazam, whatever like that. Then this dude pops up, horn headed. Really? That, that was a comic character? No, the actually, I, actually, Isis. Okay, let me explain Isis for a second. Isis. Uh, was not a comic book character. Isis was created for that TV show, but it was a DC character for the TV show. So technically, DC owned the character, and then they actually dropped her in the comics because it was kind of like the Shazam show. It was like Shazam, so but DC yeah. owned it. So she's basically she's like Harley Quinn. Start off in the in the TV show, later on was dropped in the comics. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's the thing with that one. Where are we back again? Oh yeah, evil bad guy, um, hornhead dude calls himself Brutus. And he basically shows up saying, who's the king? Oh, who's the leader here? Are uh, you the dude? Because he sees Shazam, uh, Black Adam's like Shazam logo. He like, I see that. You must be one of them superheroes and shit like that. So they fight. He actually kicked Black Adam's ass. <laughs> you know, just drags his ass shit like oh, yeah. that. And then, uh, but Black Adam, you know, he's basically like, okay, that was round oh. one. Let, let's go. And then when he goes, Black and he hears Black Adam. We got this. And then Superman shows up with the Justice League. And he was like, uh... Like, what the fuck? And so the other, like, Brutus don't know. He like, I don't know who you guys are, but my name is Brutus, and I'm the new king of this world. And Superman's like, well, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> and they just toss him out of there, you know. Uh, and then he asks Black Adam, like, because Superman don't know who's the good guy, who's the bad guy in this situation. He don't know if Black Adam is the bad guy fucking up people. But uh, Shazam's like, I was just chilling. This guy just showed up. Is that Clark Kent or is that Jonathan? That's Clark. That's Clark. Okay. Yeah. So Shazam is just like, uh... Well, we, I'm uh, now nah, just leave get the fuck out of here. I'm gonna handle this guy, uh, and then Aquaman, you know, summons his sharks on him and shit like that. He like normally I don't send sharks on the dude I first met, but the way you drop Black Adam, I can tell you a serious guy, you know. So I'm not gonna show you all this bullshit right here. Anyway, he drops Aquaman also, but <laughs> but then as he comes out of the water, Hawk Girl shows up, smacks one of the uh, horns off of him, but then her mace, her nth metal mace, starts blinking or glowing and start doing magic because it reacts weird to magic shit you know so black adam batman superman were like okay that's a moment he's stunned let's go get him but then he just teleports out of there he like yeah y'all too powerful for me see you he disappears so they try to figure out what the hell is going on they don't know who this guy is batman is like scanning he's like i can't find anything about this guy and 
you know, Black Adam's just like, okay, well, it's over. Get the fuck out of here, Justice League. <laughs> you know, because they're basically trespassing on his country. He was like, y'all not welcome here. But Superman, you know, looks back at Black Adam. He's like, something's going on with Black Adam. I don't know what it is, but we'll figure it out. So move on past that. They, you know, talk it out, try to figure out what's going on with it. You know, oh, got to see this because I always like to do it. Meanwhile, in the Hall of Justice, I was like, that's the only reason I like reviewing <laughs> Justice League comics. Uh, and they just keep talking about, like, we need get new people in here. Because we know each other so much, we keep going through the same routine. Everybody's agreeing with each other. We need to you know, talk it out. And then Keelix, you know, Superman's robot butler, which he's a thing. I'm not going to get into it. Uh, he basically says, I know where that Brutus character came from. He got the same energy signature as that girl we met called Naomi McDuffie. And she's basically showing her friends, check out my powers, I got these new powers. And then you hear Naomi McDuffie. It's Black Adam. We need to talk to be continued. So that's the book. So easy breezy start. You know, like it's, it's Bendis. You know what to get with Bendis. You know, what you expect? Uh, overall, strong start. It, he didn't just blow it at the park like he did back in the 2000s, like with New Avengers and all this other stuff like that. But good strong start. It's new. He's taken over all his stuff that from Superman, like Superman is still like president of the universe or some shit. That's still a thing in here. So, yeah. Four to five. Good strong. I'll stay with it, see what's going on. I want to see what he does with Naomi. But, yeah. All right. Cool. We're doing DC shit. I guess I'll do the Batman books or, well, or, or Nightwing. Oh, I got Nightwing and the second Batman. I'll cool. do Nightwing. Okay. I almost <clears throat> almost got that. Hold up. Before we start, let's, uh, what do we got here? Venice's Venice new is... Avengers give me new. Yeah. It, it, it's, bas- it's definitely going there. It's basically going that new Avengers feel. But, yeah. All right, so I got Nightwing 78. I haven't been keeping up with Nightwing. The only Wait, reason why I, Tom... I, yeah, wow. the only reason why I got it was because of Tom Taylor, and it's a new arc. Yeah. So um. So it really doesn't matter what happened before. It's it's new. Yeah, that's why I'm just jumping on. It's a cool jumping on point. So we start off. We got a flashback back to when Dick was a you know high school. You know he's and you know um. He's sticking up to some bully, talking about how he's always hated bullies and he's always wanted to like protect people. And there's some bullies, you know, bullying, bullying a kid. He goes there and kicks their asses. Um, but then Gordon shows up, you know, and says, like, hey, kids, you break it up. And at the time, and then also we see, uh, what's her face? Barbara, as a, as a kid. Going oh, to so the they, same So school. they knew each other. Okay. So they knew each other. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> uh, uh, Dick goes back to Wayne Manor. So this is right after his parents are killed, you know. He's kind of lonely. He goes back to Wayne Manor. Of course, Bruce isn't around because he's probably out doing Batman shit. And and him and Alfred just talking and hanging out. And just basically establishing the bond between Alfred and Dick. You know, Al, uh, Dick is doing the dishes. Hey, man, that's... And Alfred's like, hey, you don't got to do that. That's my job. He's like, I don't... That's cool, man. I just want to help. And that's... So, so Dick has always been cool like that. He just wants to do the right thing, wants to help folks, you know. So we go back to present day, you know, Bloodhaven, and there's some more bullies. And this is kind of fucked up, I gotta, I gotta admit. These are like jock douchebag assholes chasing a puppy. They're like beating on a puppy. Did they say why? <laughs> no, they're just beating. And again, still, I hate bu- bullies. And they're like, they're being cruel. And they like kick a fucking puppy. 
and one pulls a gun out on the puppy. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what is the hell? These like puppy killing, you know, jock gang or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so of course, you know, Nightwing shows up, kicks their asses. I hate bullies. We cut to uh, Blockbuster. So Blockbuster's in the house. Um, and he's meeting with the mayor and the chief of police. And they're like, you know what? We're not, we're not, you know, we're, we're losing funds. We, you know, what profits aren't as good as they used to be. He kills the mayor. And, uh, I was okay. Now the Lieutenant mayor gets to step in and it turns out the Lieutenant mayor is a Zuko. Oh, okay. A mayor Zuko. So she's probably related to Tony Zuko or his daughter. Right. Or whatever. Who, who killed his parents. Yeah. Who killed night. Tony Zuko was the gangster who killed Nightwing's parents. Or Dick Grayson's parents, Robin, whatever you know. Um, yeah. Then we go. But, and I think uh, he also like dated his daughter for some reason. That was, that was yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, then well, Dick he has a bill. He goes back to his crib, um, and talk about how the fucking security sucks because Barbara Gordon got past it, and um, so hey, you know, we after Alfred died, we had the reading of his will. You weren't there. So here, I'm here to execute his will. And uh, he left you some shit. And they're like, oh, really? Where did he leave me? Turns out Alfred left his whole inheritance to Dick. Are you serious? Yes. Yeah, so Wait, it's only, Alfred. He don't have shit. <laughs> yeah. No, Alfred got a settlement when the Waynes died. He's also been saving his money, you know, living rent-free, in Gotham Manor, oh, shit. taking care okay. of Bruce, and then he got a settlement when fucking uh, he. So he's had money. He's got money, billions. He's been saving. Alfred has billions. Yes. What? Okay. Yes, that he's just never done with. He's just had in savings and just lived and just didn't do anything with. It. Didn't do anything with it. Just saved it. So, and he left it all the dick. And there's a really heartfelt moment. Where Dick is reading the letter that Alfred left them, saying, "You were always a good person. You've always wanted to help people. I've never had use for this money. I had a job. I did my job. You know, here, you do something with it. I know you're going to do good with it. You're a good person. Blah 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 blah. I'm proud of you, son. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Dick is shedding tears. Then we uh, go back to uh, who is this now? At Blockbusters, uh, uh, no, we're back at the mayor, and she's saying, "Yeah, I, I uh, met with a uh, Blockbuster, and we got to take out uh, Dick Grayson," and that's where it ends. So, interesting, you know, okay. pretty cool, interesting. Now Nightwing is richer than Batman now. <laughs> right, that's the thing. But you got to remember, this actually is supposed to lead in the future state. Yeah. So. So. Hmm. So I, I thought it was cool. You know, four out of five. You know, Pretty nice. Cool. Okay, yeah. I mean, it's, it's Tom Taylor. Tom Taylor is one of our one of our favorites on this show. Mm. So, certain ones we both like. So, uh, what do we got next? What do we got next? What do I? Got? I can't see. I think I'm going to do. Oh, yeah. That's why I can't see. Sword number four, because it was a slow All week right. and I had nothing else to read. So, like, fuck it. <laughs> it was a slow week. It was. I like. I had to. That's like, why struggle. I read. That's that's why I read night one. I had to struggle like find shit. I was like, "What? Is, what is out there?" You know. But anyway, let's go to story number four. Uh, basically, what's going on? This is another King and Black tie-in. That book is still going for some reason. I don't know why. Um, yeah. And basically, what's going on is that uh, Cable 
has been like nullified, whatever you want to call it, and he has come to Kokoa and just fucked everything up because he's a mutant, so he can cross the, the barrier, you know. So he's just taking over everything, and he sees Manifold. He's just like, oh, so you got the powers too and stuff like that. And he basically going like, uh, any mutants with like sun powers and shit like that, I want them right in front of me right now. So, you know, he finds Sunfire. And he also finds Fabian Cortez because Fabian Cortez powered up Sunfire like a couple books ago. And he eats them or has the flowers eat them like that. So they're dead, you know, but it's they're X-Men. So who gives a fuck? <laughs> Manifold is like, what the hell do you want? You know, um, there's some other shit that goes on here. Don't care. Oh, they're trying to activate Protocol 5. They're trying to activate Protocol 5. So what Protocol 5 is, is that, um... The five, you know, the five mutants that can resurrect everybody. Oh, uh, Ab- Abigail Brand is trying to kidnap them and take them to the moon while Noel does all his bullshit on the planet Earth because in this case, the Earth gets destroyed. If she has the five, she can bring back whoever she wants. Human, mutant, doesn't matter. Now, did, no, did the symbiotes get into Krakoa? Yes, that, that's what they're at now. They're in there okay, now. Right, that, yeah. That's what this whole book is, so... Yes, that's the whole thing. So she's trying to kidnap the five, but they don't get the five. Something happens. Yeah. Uh. Oh yeah. This guy, Wiz Kid. Wiz Kid shows up and he basically saves the five from getting kidnapped. And he takes like uh that guy's robot called the Think Tank. You like transformer? A, yeah, turns to a transformer. <laughs> <laughs> so I I already know Gomer read this shit. I already know. Oh, we saw this oh, right. <laughs> Or whatever the fuck that dude name. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so Manifold and Cable, nullified Cable about the face off. She's like, no, I, I can't let you go forward. I got to take you out. And then he keep talking shit like, you're not even Omega Mutant. You ain't anybody. You you are nobody. So Manifold and Cable fight out. But here's the thing. Cable also has teleporting powers also. So what they do, uh, they get in a teleporting fight. <laughs> And I thought it was pretty cool. Like they fight like like vision and shit where they just teleport, boom, teleport. Well, like Dragon Ball Z almost, you know. Yeah, yeah. Just teleporting shit. They can't find each other. Uh and then while they doing a, yeah, but but Cape Nullified Cable gets the best of manifold. But right when that happens, Frenzy wakes up. Yeah, body slide, body slide, body slide. Like all this shit is going on, she's waking up. Frenzy, uh, one of the new sword X-Men mutants that shows up, she shows up, wakes up. She disarms Cable by actually ripping off his arm. <laughs> you know, the ro- the robot arm. Because the robot arm has oh, the yeah. tech in it that lets him teleport or body slide, whatever you want to call it. So that's how he does the shit. So she ripped his arm off so that he can't teleport anymore. And uh, Ma- Manifold has a power we didn't know before. He says, okay, he teleports a piece of the sun to him. But he wraps it in like space-time bubble where it can't hurt him unless it hurts whoever he wants it to hurt. So he takes the the pocket sun in his hand and puts it right in Nullify Cable's face, which kills the null, uh, the symbiote on him. So now Cable's just there with no arm and shit like that. Meanwhile, that big Transformer robot was playing like loud music to get rid of the the, the symbiotes. And I guess he does like Soundwave right there because he got this big ass boombox, <laughs> you know. And matter of fact, if you see the dude, he's DJing on top of the Transformer, <laughs> you know. And they're like, should we stop the music playing? And the, and all the kids in there are like, no, nah, keep the music going, you know, stuff like that. So Magneto's there. All the all the symbiotes are gone. He was like, Sunfire, I want him to the head of the line of the people to come back to life because he got firepower, so we need him first. 
Uh, and at the very last of the line, bring back Fabian Cortez because me and him need to talk. And they were like, uh-oh, to be continued. Because Fabian Cortez wanted to have a conversation with Magneto on the last book about rule number two. And rule number two is you can't kill mutants. So he wants to have that shit changed. So, oh, okay. Yeah, we'll see what goes on with that. Let's see what happens. Uh, Rich Nightwing sounds fun. We'll see. It basically, so Nightwing is Batman now. That's why he got. The, that's why he has a car now. <laughs> he can afford a car. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, yeah. And, then, and then he then he starts that team up, right? Yeah, the Arkham Knights. Or yeah, I, yeah, I can't remember what they call them. So they call but doesn't he? Something. He does the he he makes Arkham into a base and shit. Yeah, because Arkham burned down. A day. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, okay, I'll do next Batman Second Son Chapter Four. Cool, cool, cool. So last issue, uh, the little the the one little sister, she had like uh, a, a, a medical attack, a medical emergency. She like fainted. Turns out she was poisoned in some old comic, and uh, sometimes she has these these uh. Her symptoms come back, you know, from from time to time, and they're saying some maybe uh, when that that the attack on Arkham, that poisonous gas that came out, that might have triggered it, you know. So she's in the hospital, she's in a coma. All the families arguing, blaming each other and shit. They're all pissed off and shit. Then we cut to Renee Montoya. She has now been promoted to police commissioner, you know, and Mayor Nakano wants you know vigilante stopped and shit. Then we cut to Jace, and he is, um, or is this Jace? Who is this? No, this is Jace. Yeah, Jace, um, he's after, uh, he, he's on a new job. He's got to go get somebody, intel on some criminal and shit, and he's at the airport. The, you know, He's like doing surveillance. He's up on a tower, out of sight. He's got his night vision, you know, binoculars watching the courier come with the package and shit. And then all of a sudden the courier looks right at him through the fucking binoculars. Like she's like a mile away or whatever. And he's like on oh, the roof of the- she's trained for something. Yeah, okay. Yeah, like she she looks right at him as he's like through the night vision goggles. And he's like, I've just been made. And then all of a sudden some guards come out and then he, he jumps on his motorcycle and takes off. Then we go to, um, we cut to- uh, Luke Fox, he's talking to the littlest sister, and she's like all pissed off at the family. Everyone's mad at each other. Why can't we, you know, you know, we should be we're a family, we should get along, we should we shouldn't be like you know, blaming each other and mad at each other and shit. And uh and he's like, Yeah, you know what, I, I should do better, you know, and then he get then he turns into Batwing and takes off. And then Jace is like, Yeah, I should do something. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be more proactive. And then it shows him uh, joining Fox Tech, or like, hey, I'm here to help out at Fox Tech. So, uh, to be continued till next week. This is a weekly book. This is out every week. Yeah, I noticed that. Is yeah. <laughs> no break time in between like that? Yeah, so. ninety nine cents though. Shit. So. <laughs> yeah. And I'm hearing like they're gonna actually put the book out like in June, like like paperback and stuff like that for anybody yeah. who wants it. So yeah. That's so cool. four out of five. I'm still into it. Just interesting to see. Where it goes, so and it's nine. Like I said, it's ninety nine cents. I buy that for a dollar. So. <laughs> oh shit, it's back on me. Uh, what book do I have? Let's focus. Let's see. I guess the book we're going. Oh yeah, let's do it. Like I said, slow week. So the book I last book I have is Black Knight: Curse of the Ebony Blade, number one. 
This is a okay. Marvel book. Yeah. Oh, it's a Marvel a, book. It's a Marvel. I know you're like, what the fuck is this? No, yeah, don't, don't like, get excited. Yeah, it's yeah. a Marvel book. Leroy reading an indie? What the hell? <laughs> no, it's it's a Marvel book. So yeah, temper your expectations. So <laughs> let's see what we have here. Nope, not there. Nope, not there. Nope, not there. Nope, not there either. I don't think I did. Anyway, doesn't matter. What this book is about, for those who don't know who the Black Knight is, the Black Knight is actually an old Avenger. He was an Avenger that used to be on the team. Uh, but when Bendis took over, he was like, fuck that guy, he's lame. Don't use him anymore. So he just was never back on the team again. But apparently, Black, King in Black is trying to make him a thing again. So what we open up in, we're in Central Park, and <clears throat> he's having uh, a, like a therapy session with an app called Listener. I don't know if it's a real thing. I don't think it's a real thing. I think the uh, uh, writer just made it up where he could just confess whatever he want to confess. But anyway, these monsters out here, the Avengers are fucking some shit up. And then all of a sudden, Black Knight shows up. Ahoy, matey, thee, thou, I will slay thee. You know, all stuff like that. Oh, and Thor's just he, like, oh I thought he was a pirate. <laughs> no, he's not a pirate, but yeah. Ahoy. <laughs> I think I, I don't think he said ahoy. I think I just made that up, but whatever. But anyway, Thor said, like, man, fuck this guy again. You know, uh, so he just said, have it thee. You know, all this stuff like that. And Thor's like, man, why are you talking like that? <laughs> are you making fun of me? What, what the hell are you doing? He's like, no, nah, I'm just, I'm just trying to be a, a person you know so and then the avengers just look at him like that's the reason why we don't call this guy so none of the avengers like him he's just there you know he's still talking to the listener just like oh yeah i used to be an avenger i used to be one of the best guys on the team but then they kicked me out and i've been trying to get their approval the whole time but none of these guys even really like me you know oh thor's trying to pick up the ebony blade but he, he can't pick it up because apparently the ebony blade is like the exact opposite you have to be unworthy to hold the Ebony Blade. <laughs> yeah. <What laughs> so, yeah, so weird shit. So, so anybody but Thor can pick it up? <laughs> yeah, or basically you have to have like negative thoughts or some shit like that. And basically the more negative thoughts you have, the stronger you are with the negative blade. And that's what he's telling listener, you know, that, that app he's on right now. So he calls the blade to him and they go back to fighting these monsters and shit like that, you know. And that's what the Avengers is telling him, like, man, these monsters, they keep coming back. So, oh, wait, wait, before we get there, this is the part I like right here where he's saying, like, you know what? This is the part. Yeah, this is the part right here. No, 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 that ain't the part right there. That's some bullshit. I don't care about that. So he's just having fun just with the Avengers. He's like, yeah, I'm an Avenger again. I'm good. Slashing shit with Captain America and Black Panther. And then we have a flashback. He's talking to listener again. He's like, you know, I keep, you know, having negative thoughts with this blade. And I think the whole thing is because I just want people to acknowledge me and think I'm as good as these other superheroes and shit like that. But what I really need to do is focus on myself and figure out how I am. And then he gets a phone call. He's like, oh, the Avengers of Central Park? They need my help? Yep, I'm out. <laughs> Have a good day. You know. Uh, so then the Avengers are there and he's having fun. And then the Avengers is like, uh, we need you to do the thing. Like the thing? Yeah, the thing. That's the only reason we called you here. We don't want you to fight the whole time. You're like, okay, I'll do the thing. So apparently he has this power where he can like turn to a demon and just like kill any scientist, uh, magic monster around him and shit like that and just be done with it. He was like, yeah, that's why you called me. And Thor was just like, nah, I really don't reason to call you because Dr. Strange was busy. So that's why you're here. Uh, so they beat the guy. And then while they do that, some other monsters, some ghost shows up and like whisper secrets in, into everybody's ear and like makes them panic. And he tries to do it the Black Knight, but it, apparently black it doesn't work on black knight for some reason i don't know so this guy takes a dagger 
and throws it at Black Knight and chops his head off. And he falls to the ground and, and he's dead. That's it. If it's like, whoa, what the fuck? You know? And then the guy, and because he's trying to take it, see, his head is like rolling right there. So he's trying to uh, get the ebony blade out of his oh, hand. Yeah. That was another cool part on the Snyder Cut when they fucking chop Steppenwolf's head off and then yes, sent him through yes. the portal. And, and especially since he was already dead, and one of them was like, "No, you're not getting off that easy." Yeah, <laughs> that was dope. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so the guy's trying to get the ebony blade out of his hand, but the ebony blade, like, he won't let let go of it. So he's just like, "Fuck it, Avengers are right there. Let me get the hell out of here." You know. Um. Anyway, he talks to some chick named Jax. Uh, she doesn't believe King Arthur is real. Turns out she has a dream; it is real. And then when she has the dream, apparently the ebony blade. Puts his head back on. Wait a second. Who is, is that? Beta? Who is that? It's Black Knight. No, the other the, the oh. horse guy. Oh, some horse guy. Some goat dude. Okay. Yeah, some goat dude. They never oh, name him. Goat. Yeah, some. <laughs> I, they don't. I don't know who he is. He's. I guess he's a thing. Just some. He's his butler. That's all I know. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> They'll explain him later on, but I'm not gonna read the other shit after that. Like I said, slow week. So yeah, that was Black Knight. Eh, three out of five. I don't. I didn't like how they made Black Knight all jokey shit like that because the thing is, Black Knight is actually a cool character. You don't have to make him a jokey, depressed butt of jokes because he's actually the closest thing the Avengers have to like a Jedi. But they go this goofy shit, so whatever. Damn, man. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> you said it was gonna come up, so yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's all I got. I'm booked out, so. All right, I got a couple more. I got Star Wars Bounty Hunter number ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, Valance has, you know, joined the rebels, and the rebels were hijacked by some pirates. Valance saves them. We have a flashback back to when Valance got, you know, was in the Imperial Air Fleet, and he got blown up and lost all his limbs, and he meets a young Han Solo back then. Uh, so we get a little bit of that, a little Han Solo, young Han Solo. Um, and basically he rescues the uh, the rebels and, um, that's, and then fights Dengar. So pretty cool. This is getting back into the traditional Star Wars shit of space stuff, spaceship blowing up. This book started out as, you know, the crime underworld, you know, dealings of Star Wars. Now it's more into now he's joining the rebels. I'm like, I don't know how I feel about that. I want to get back to the gangster shit. So right. it was three out of five. I had st- the art still cool. The action still cool, you know. And then, but here's my book of the week. Uh, oh, Black Knight is getting that push since he's going to be in. Oh, yeah, he is going to be. That's why they pushing Black Knight. Thank you, 616, man. I was wondering about that. Yeah, he is going to be in Eternals. Oh, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Orphan and the Five Beasts. Okay. Written, drawn, lettered, and the cover by James Stokey, Stokoey or whatever. I don't know okay. how to say his I don't know how to say it. Maybe I should watch an interview with them and figure out how he pronounces his name. So I love his art. This dude's art is crazy. He's like Mobius. He's like uh Daro, super detailed, um, crazy art. And this is his ode to Kung Fu movies. Um so it's basically five deadly venoms. There was this village. There's this, okay, orphan. Her name is or- Orphan Mo. She's a, you know, her parents were killed. She was raised by this, you know, Kung Fu master. He's like dying and shit and saying, you know what? I, it's basically just like the beginning of five deadly venoms where the master's in the 
the pot, the the boil. He's taking a bath in the the boiling water and shit, and and then he explains, "Hey, I taught these five students, each of them this awesome dope ass fight em style. So five of them. <laughs> okay. And then because there was this like demon wolf warlord guy fucking up the land, and I taught these five students, each of them a different style to get this guy to get rid of him, and they did." Only after doing so, they got all power hungry and corrupt and became criminals and warlords in their own right. So my last wish, you know, young grasshopper is to go find these, you know, each each warlord and get rid of them. And she agrees to. So she goes to fight to find each deadly venom or five beasts, which you will. Um, and the first one she comes on is a dude. Let me get this up. Let me, let me, let me pull right. this up. I got you. I got you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first, the first warlord she comes on is a guy called Thunder, Thunder, um, Thunder Thighs. Okay. So his thighs way, are his just. Power. <laughs> yeah, his thigh, he's got these really strong legs. Look at these fucking things. So I don't know. Can you see that shit? Yeah. Yeah. So if you could see. He's got super powerful legs. He like crushed a horse. He was riding a horse and then crushed it and made it blow up with his legs. <laughs> okay. So that's the first grandmaster she has to fight. And then I was a little like, damn, that's it. <laughs> it's like, she, you know, two beats continued. And I was like, damn, okay. But yeah, I love this. I'm a, I'm a fan of Kung Fu movies. Um, this is basically, yeah, an ode to martial arts flicks. It's basically five deadly venoms in comic book form with crazy suit. I mean, just look at this art, like the super deep, how detailed he gets, you know? Yeah. I noticed that even when I looked at the previews, when you told me about it, I was just like, okay, I don't know who this guy is, but yeah. 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 He did that alien dead orbit was awesome too. So, okay. But yeah. uh, Yeah. So this is, this is my book of the week. I'll give it a five out of five because I thought it was dope. And how do I stop sharing the screen? I mean, stop screen. I mean, I okay. can get it, but yeah. Okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, now I'm booked out. So that's it. Okay, not too bad of a time. We went like two and a half hours and like that. We got in, did what we do, get out. Uh, something big happens next week, Eli. But I don't know what happened. Is it, is it Godzilla, King Kong? Is it? I think oh, so. Shit. Really? Maybe. I think so. I think it's next week. Sweet. Hey, HBO I'll is watch. not fucking around. They want they want your money. <laughs> you know. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll watch that. <laughs> okay, and I think we got uh, Akira coming up this weekend, so we're gonna do. Uh, oh fuck! This... I haven't watched it yet. I've never. I mean, watched I've seen. It. You've never watched it? Oh, I've shit. never watched it. No. Oh damn. Yeah. yeah. So I, I got homework. Cool. I used to watch it like so, all high Falcon all the time. Falcon, <laughs> so you gotta wait. You know, cool monster design. Yeah, six one six man. Uh, yeah. So I think it's gonna be Tuesday. Uh, we're gonna uh. Like I said, review Akira. Honestly, I might just show up and not say shit. Just sit back and just take up space. Me too, because I don't have much to say either. I mean, I like doing like that, I, man. Why don't we do some cool shit like Ninja Scroll or some shit? That's just me, man. I that, that, yeah, that would be a better. Yeah, I love Ninja Scroll. Yeah, but fuck it. I'm gonna just be there. It's somebody just, else's pick. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, I'll show. Up. I don't want to be an asshole. Would you be like, oh, I got something to do now? I'll show up. Because honestly, <laughs> I might learn something. I might be like, what? What am I missing? It's you know. X Men. It's like the X Men kind of super powered folk with abil- mutant abilities and shit, you know. 
I guess. Whatever. Well, next week we'll talk about King Kong versus Godzilla. <laughs> no, <laughs> no philosophical shit about that. I just want monsters just beating the shit out of each other, and I'm good. Oh, I'm gonna go deep and shit. <laughs> no. I don't want you to. What if it was in the real world and thing? <laughs> Fuck all that shit, Eli. Let's just turn our brains off of this shit. You know. <laughs> I'm gonna go mad deep. The environmental. <laughs> Themes that are <laughs> <laughs> oh, the racial sure. significance. I'm gonna just mute King your Kong. ass if you just do that shit, man. <laughs> King Kong is a representative of the black man struggle in America. <laughs> oh man! So yeah, that's what we're gonna do next week. Stick with us this week. Uh, appreciate everybody joining in and hear us just talk shit about Zack Snyder and Falcon and whatever the fuck. Join us next week. We'll do some shit. Until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. We'll talk to you guys next week. Same bullet time, same bullet channel. When you were young and your heart was an open book You used to say live and let live You know you did, you know you did, you know you did But if this ever-changing world in which we live in makes you Say live and let die Live and let die.